Well, that sound is your cue. It's time for another movie review with our in-house movie critic, Matt Oline. Matt, don't worry, darling. This is one where I watched the trailer and went, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, so the title says it all. Yeah. When you say, don't worry, darling, that means you should worry. Right? Because there's, there's something going on. Yeah. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. Uh, so the title says it all. Fine. You can tell from the trailer uh, this 1950s idyllic suburban setting that's going on called the Victory Project. Uh, something's not what it seems. Now, the big reveal, you're going to have to go see the movie to see what the big reveal is. What is really going on? But clearly from the trailer, we know that this uh, this setting that's going on, something's off, something's weird. Florence Pugh's going to figure it out. She plays uh, one of the housewives who's married to Harry Styles, and all of the men work in the Victory Project for Chris Pine, who plays a creepy cult leader named Jack. Uh, and everything seems great on the surface, but there are little clues early on. One of the wives has been kind of ostracized by the rest of the group because she is out there saying something's not right. This is this is something's wrong, et cetera, et cetera. So that's how the film gets going. I would call it the Stepford Wives meets the village, meets Suspiria, meets Hitchcock, meets the Truman Show. There's a lot of snippets from other films going on here. Essentially, I think what they're going for is kind of a dystopian gender role film, but I'm not sure it really comes off that way. So I think the main problem with the movie, and it's not as bad as some critics are making it out to be, I think what's going on, Ashley, there were a lot of onset tensions between director Olivia Wilde and lead actress Florence Pugh. Pugh has famously not done much press for this movie. There's also been a lot of talk about Harry Styles as an actor. He's a pop star. He's an international pop star. Is he an actor? I think something a little more was required here as Florence Pugh's husband, a little more of a leading man aspect. Uh, I think Harry Styles comes off, whatever charisma he has on stage is lost in front of a camera. He he comes off as not a great leading man, almost like he's not really there with the rest of the grown-ups. He, he looks, you know, like he's 22 years old and he's supposed to be playing this, you know, high-tech engineer. And I just don't think it quite comes off. Certainly... Great casting to put him in there. It's probably driving some people to the box office, but not quite what was intended. So I think the main problem with the movie is too much of the movie is spent in the Victory Project setting. And look, it looks great. Uh, the film looks great. The bright colors of the 50s, the wives all have great dresses on. Uh, the men look sleek. They have they drive great cars. It all looks great. But you keep wondering what's going on. And Florence Pugh, her character kind of pieces things together. She's got weird images going on in her brain, and I didn't quite figure out what was going on, but when it finally comes, I was like, uh, I don't know if that was worth the wait. So mm. I think there's a lot of problems with the movie. Uh, there's also a wall-to-wall soundtrack, which I find to be kind of lazy filmmaking. Like every scene, there's a new 50s music playing underneath, and it's just too much scoring, I think. Let the movie breathe. Give me some directing, some emotional beats, rather than just wall-to-wall soundtrack as the women are having parties or drinking or the men are doing this and that. Hmm. Uh, Director-wise, how does this compare with Olivia Wilde's first film? Not as good. So Booksmart, her first movie, really got a lot of good notices. I think this time she might, and, and the screenwriters too, 
they're they're going for something that might have played better twenty years ago. I just think maybe something went awry with the story, and I don't think she's quite a seasoned enough film director to kind of get around a bad story with her own touches. There's some interesting uh, design sequences when when Florence Pugh is having these visions, these dreams of weird stuff going on. There's like a, a Busby Berkeley musical number going on in her head, and she's like, what's going on? Uh, those are pretty well done. The finale is okay, but again, I didn't, I didn't think the big reveal was quite a big enough reveal. There's a lot to be said here underneath, I think, about gender roles and men going back to the 50s when, you know, quote, unquote, oh, the good old days, right. you know what I'm saying, madman type right. stuff. But I don't know if it quite makes it through. I think, honestly, the, post mo- there. the post-movie conversation of people going to the movie might be more interesting than the movie, you know, because okay. it, do- it does raise a lot of interesting things that mm-hmm. happen in the movie. So right. might be worth a look. But I don't think it's the classic they were intending it to be. It seemed to me from the trailer that the subtext is, I'm going to give you everything you want except your own free will. Right. And <laughs> and as you saw in the trailer, Chris Pine says, we expect a lot from our wives, but discretion above all else. All right. <laughs> uh, we also have a notable loss in Hollywood. Yeah, Louise Fletcher uh, died last week at age 88 and. You know, when she made One Flow of the Cuckoo's Nest and won the Oscars Nurse Ratched, the the general movie public did not know who she was. That was a part that she had to fight uh, director Milos Forman to get that famous part. Jane Fonda, Ellen Burstyn, Anne Bancroft, many more, much more famous actresses of the time wanted that part. But Fletcher got the part. You know, it's one of those performances no one can forget, along with Nicholson's performance, of course, and it won a lot of awards that year. But it's a great performance. She did other movies as well, but this is what she's known for. Of course, you know, the headlines of the obituary, Cuckoo's Nest, Nurse Ratched. Yeah. Uh, she left an indelible imprint on moviegoers' minds of someone to truly hate on screen. And that's who <laughs> she played, and she won the Oscar deservedly so. Well, and those other women that you mentioned who didn't get the role, either they turned it down or were turned down, did go on to win Oscars or had already won other Oscars at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so give me the list. Anne Bancroft. Uh, she won for The Miracle Worker okay. in 1962. Jane Fonda. Twice a winner. Clute, 71, Coming Home, 1978. And Ellen Burstyn. Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, 1974. All right. We've been to the movies with Madeline. <laughs>